Come on now, Tina, be professional. Hello and thank you for listening to episode 361 of 60MW and the review roundup show for January, February, March and April 2021. I'm Dave and so once again sat opposite me is Tina. Hello. It wasn't good enough really. What do you mean it wasn't the, good the enough? The beautiful or the vastly talented. Come on, build me, try again, build the, me up a bit. The, the alluring. Ooh. Oh, hello. Hang on a minute. There. Is that better? <laughs> the, the alluring. Do you want me to pull it down a bit more? And cleavage showing. And. <laughs> yeah. And and delicately sat. Delicately. In, in a cloud that's thankfully dissipating <laughs> after she leant forward earlier. It's Tina. How's that? Is that okay? <laughs> Look, ladies don't fart. They just. <laughs> little surprising puffs yes when they when they lean forward setting the microphone up (laughs) thankfully before we started recording if you if you actually let this bit go out you do realize that chris and ben and adam will poach me for the (laughs) for a b c t oh is it going to change again yeah what could it be it'll have to be A, 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 a b c what could you make out of a b c t and D. And D, because they've got dits now as well. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> these are the shows, if you didn't already know, where me and Tina go through our favourite things that we've reviewed on the website. Uh, and of course, if you're into your films and everything, hopefully you already listen to the entertainment show that me and Chris do. And uh, the Decade of Decadent show that me and Tom do, the... The spotlight shows, the Chris and Adam do. We've got lots. We talk about lots of different films, but these are specifically about the stuff that we review on the website. And we're going to pick some of our favourites from the last four months now. We normally do this bi-monthly. And we had... You have been busy, though. Well, we had got every intentions of doing a January and February show, and then that got bumped to adding March into it. And now, as you've heard, it's added April into it as well. Mm. And there hasn't been... There's been a lot going on the website, but not quite mm. as much. But my time is now limited to what it was. <laughs> Whereas before I was putting in full-time hours, putting the podcast together. Now it's as and when it'll fit in, isn't it? So, mm. But I think we've still done good numbers. During those four months, there's been 81 reviews gone onto the website. Wow. 65 of those have been for film and TV. 10 have been for video games. We've also got six book reviews on there. Uh, 154 news items went on over that period. So over the four months, we've got a total of 235 different things went on. I think that's still pretty bloody good. I think it's very good considering (laughs) it's you that does it all. It's still, what, it's still about 60 things a month, about two a day on average, things going up. Yeah. Which obviously isn't the same as a lot of websites out there, but considering it's a hobby and we just fit it in. Yeah, I know, but, you know, the difference with other websites is I'm just going to have a bit of a bitch now. (laughs) Oh, oh, let me sit back. Go on, then. (laughs) Well, they just copy and paste, don't they? Uh, You know, at one website in particular I was looking at the other day that's hugely popular, 
just literally doesn't review films but calls itself a film website and copies and pastes whatever spiel you get through from the company. <laughs> and you're all going, go on, Tina, who is it? But no, I'm not going to tell you no. because um, I could get sued. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and again, as always, we're going to finish with our favourite thing from the last four months that was reviewed on the website. So we've really pared it down. We've got the best of the best, I think, that we've picked, because otherwise this would be like a four-hour show, because we're picking from four months' worth of stuff mm. that's gone onto the website. So I'm going to start with one, quite a surprising one, you might think, and it was a release from Fabulous Films. It's DVD and Blu-ray release. And uh, The Buddy Holly Story, mm. which was a really good film. I know we've both really seen it before. Yeah. But the reason I put it on this list is because when most people think of Gary Busey mm. and, you know, because me and Tom have, oh, we love 80s Busey is amazing. Uh, this was an early film of his and he's... Was he, it his second film? I'm not sure. It was, was very, it was very, it was very, very early, early on. Uh, yeah. But he does show his acting chops in it. He's, he's brilliant in He's it. incredible in it. And I can remember uh, when we actually watched it saying to you, how did he not win like an Academy Award for Imagine this? That. Because he's sort of, he, he's a bit like Willem Dafoe and Nick Cage in extreme, mm. Nick Cage being the extreme, where he's a quirky actor, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. You know, where Willem Dafoe's, you know, seen as a serious actor. Well, he is a serious actor. Gary Busey, you just think of him like sort of looking through one eye <laughs> with his teeth. Yeah, the teeth. and But, this particular film, he really acts in it, mm. doesn't he? Um, and it's a very poignant portrayal of Buddy Holly as well. Yeah. yeah. I know it does get ragged by some sort of ardent Buddy Holly fans. that oh, if, you know. It's everything's out of place in it, well, isn't it? Yeah, the, the, yeah. Everything happened, but the, the, the chronological order is all over yeah. the place a bit. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I think I think he's really good, and it's yeah, a, it's a good release from Fabulous as well. Mm. It's a great print on the yeah. There's loads of uh, extras on it mm -hmm. as well, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, moving on to one that we got from Digital Signature Entertainment. A favorite actor of yours is in Rams. Mm -hmm. Sam Neill. Sam Neill. Uh, oh, I know you love, don't you? Oh, I, yeah. I think he's great. I really like Sam Neill. He's another unusual actor, isn't he? Where he he can make films like Jurassic Park. And then make films like Possession, mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And I, I can remember the first time I noticed Sam Neill was when I saw uh, The Omen Three, yeah, where he does the um, the rapey bum rapes in it. Oh, you're all going. Does your... he do bit rapey <laughs> bum rapes? And well, yes, he does. I'm surprised does. that got your attention. Did you? <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah, I like Sam Neill a lot. Oh, I thought uh, you were going to say I like rapey bum rapes. <laughs> I like rapey bum rape films. Well, we'll be talking about that a well, bit later a bit on, later, won't we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, please. Um, if <laughs> if you like Sam Neill, please follow him on Instagram because his his posts on Instagram are just so bloody delightful. It's him cuddling sheep and pigs and. Mm -hmm ducks even yeah. as well as like you know him singing songs and sounds a bit disney really doesn't it it, it does doesn't yeah. it <laughs> i think that's why this worked even more for you as well because it's about 
two elderly brothers who mm. hate are, each other. Hate each other, yeah, and they raise um, sheep. Yeah, it's good though because you never find out why they hate each other, really, do you? Not particularly, no. Yeah, and of course, you know, they come together in the end, as you would expect. But it's it's one of those gentle films about sort of mm. siblings not getting on and yeah. you know, out in the wilderness, and it looks beautiful as well. Yeah. But you mentioned while we were watching it because you know of Sam Neill's true love of, of mm. animals and yeah. wildlife and everything that it makes it a bit more poignant when you're watching this because you know oh he is like that he does love animals yeah. because he does yeah. he has to make again without giving anything away he has to make a very difficult decision in this film mm. and he goes through with it and you can mm. imagine sam himself going fucking hell i don't want to do this but mm. and then he's got to do it so it just added a, just a little bit more flavor to his character i think it's a typical australian film as well one of those sort of family-friendly, with a bit of angst, mm. Auss Aussie films, you know, as opposed to an Ozploitation one, yeah. where where they're, they just, I don't know, they just give you a bit of a warm, fuzzy feeling, mm. even though bits of it are filled with anguish, aren't they, yeah, and yeah. heartache. It's a great film to watch with your family, it isn't is, it? Yeah, is yeah, there, yeah. I'm trying to think, is there any swearing in it? There's a little bit, isn't there? Yeah, I don't think there's too much. No, no. but it is, it's... One of those films that you can watch on a Sunday afternoon when it's raining. Yeah. And just think, oh, that was a good film. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah it is nice. Yeah. Go on, I shall hand it over to you. What? For... Well, I, my first on the list is a book, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. And this is a book that I, I reviewed, even though I didn't have to, but I felt that it was... Uh, it meant something to me reading this. Mm. That That's why I wrote a small review of it. And it's... Um, Rob Halford, the singer of Judas Priest's autobiography. And uh, much like Elton John's biography that came out about two years ago now. Now, I think Elton John's, you know, obviously he's an amazing musician. But having seen stuff on the telly about him and read stuff, you mm. know, he's a bit of an arsehole, really. Absolutely changed my opinion of, of the man when I read... This it's probably one of the best biographies I've ever read, Elton John's. So when Rob Halford said he was going to write, when I thought, uh, is this going to be sanitised? You know, Rob mm. Halford, is he actually going to lay it on the line and go, I'm a gay man and I've suffered and this is my story. Yeah. And that's exactly what he does. Um, not only does he talk about being the formation of Judas Priest and being in Judas Priest, good and bad, you know, because we, if you're a Priest fan, you know the story about him sort of leaving, but he didn't mean to, <laughs> <laughs> sort of, and, you know, in band fighting. and But it also delves a lot into his history, his family's history as well, you know, like because they were really poor from the black country, you know, worked in steel mills. Mm. And also the struggles that he had with his sexuality, because of that can you imagine, you know, him coming out in like 1980? Mm. When was breaking the law right? Like 1982 was, or something? No, like that, that? no, that was, was before. It earlier? I think that was that was about 79. I think that was late 70s, maybe 80. 79, 80. Yeah. yeah. Well, you you look at him now and you think. Of course he's gay. Of course he is. Just look at what he's wearing. <laughs> but at the time, you go, oh, yeah, he's big and butch, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, and the surprising thing, I think, amongst metal fans was that he came out. I, th I don't, he wasn't forced to. It just sort of, he just said it in yeah. an interview, for, I think, for MTV. 
just said, you know, I'm a gay man and blah, blah. And everybody, it was like a mic drop moment. Mm. But all of us, all the all the fans just went, yeah. And, and yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we, uh, we sort of knew. <laughs> look at that hat you've got on, mm. Rob. And, and with the lyrics as well, because I know we said, if you look back at... Yeah, they're the very sexualized. Lyrics. Yeah, and you think specifically, you know, towards yeah. towards gay sex as well. Yeah, goes, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, why didn't those that yeah. were shocked? Why didn't you pick up on it? Yeah, when you're listening to yeah. the songs. But it's it's a good book because it's written in his voice as well, mm. and I can't do a, a Brummy accent, <laughs> but you can hear Rob saying it to you, yeah. and that's what I really loved about it. Apart from him being honest, which is a really big thing. For and why I like the book, mm. but the the bigger thing was that Rob Halford sitting down going, and then this happened, and then this happened. And then, yeah. You know, it's his voice. It's it's him. So it's a it's if you're a fan of biographies in general, you don't even have to like mm. helps if you like Judas Brace. But it's a great biography. Um I really wish that you could interview him about that would it. Be so good, yeah. It would be amazing. It really would, because you're such a big fan. So if there's anybody out there listening <laughs> who knows Rob Halford, have a word. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get him on the show. Be good. That would be so Because cool. we've also yeah. got, when I went to KK Steel Mill in 2019, um, KK Downing, of course. He was before the, the plague. Before, yeah. Um, <laughs> he's the guitarist, or was the guitarist with Judas Priest, founding member as well. Um, because, of course, Rob Halford came into the band later. Mm. Rob Halford wasn't the original vocalist. But I picked up KK's autobiography, which I haven't read mm. yet. So it'll be interesting because yeah. uh, I still I haven't read Rob's yet. Mm. Um, that's I'm keeping that for well, the summer. Well, a massive shout-out to KK Steel Mill, who charges, I think we've mentioned this before, oh, haven't yeah, we? yeah, they're brilliant. The prices for, for tickets to see a concert at the Steel Mill, it's like 20 quid. Yeah, he keeps it proper work, working proper, people. yeah. Yeah. And and he knows, you know, the finances for everybody at the moment, mm. so he keeps it yeah. a really great price. It's think a definite the, shout The out. only complaint I've got about the place is I can't go there because I have, you know, mobility issues. Standing up for five hours is is absolutely impossible yeah. for me. So if ever there was a band on there that I really wanted to see, I just couldn't go. Yeah. So that's my only complaint. I should write him a letter, shouldn't I? You should do. Dear Ken. <laughs> Please put a cripple ramp in, <laughs> just for me. Just for me, and I, will, I shall come and... Please put me on some sort of Egyptian beer yes. held up by, uh, ooh, I don't know, six men over seven foot tall. <laughs> and keep me supplied with gin and tonics throughout. Gin and tonics and yeah. Maltesers, thank you very much. But it'd be interesting to read... KK's, yeah, as yeah. well as Rob's. Where's that then? Is it up it's there just, somewhere? It's actually, it's here. It's next, here. It's oh, right, right next I have to a me. Look at that then. So right. yeah, to see if the because of course you know, I think will it be any comparisons, compare and contrast, any differences, maybe of opinion of or, or memories of what happened. It would yeah, be, it would yeah. be good to see. Um, but yeah, I definitely look forward to reading that one in the summer. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've got the signed book. I yes, I have got a signed book. And, yeah. well, both, actually. Both Rob's and KK's are signed. Yeah. Yeah, so that's Touched nice. by their own fair fingers. Oh, Oh, I don't know, though. Having read that book, I don't think I'd want to touch Rob Alford's fingers. I'm sure he washed his hands before oh, he signed the book. Know. 
I don't know. It's been up a few bums. That's it. He did yeah. sign it in ink, didn't he? It wasn't, you know. I don't know. <laughs> it's not a smear. Scratch and sniff. <laughs> edition. Was that extra? <laughs> oh, can you imagine that? A scratch and sniff edition. Guess what? Guess what it's written in. Oh, God. <laughs> Whose semen is this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh dear, cough, this made you choke now. Oh, <coughs> oh excuse me. Do you have to get a UV light to read it? It's like <laughs> one of those crime procedure things. It's terrible. <laughs> it is. Go on. Oh, am I not on number two now? Yeah. So, uh, my Keeping next with choice, number twos, Karen. <laughs> keeping with number twos, my next choice was, uh, oh, Arrow. Oh, we love Arrow, don't we? We do love Arrow. We love films, Arrow. Yeah. We love Arrow even more because they brought out um, several films now on 4K, mm. which has been oh, like, it's been a joy. I mean, we've oh, been, been been very amazing. lucky that we've yeah. got to review all of their 4K releases up to yeah. now, and it's been great to watch them, hasn't yeah. it? Well, Crash was we talked about it yeah. last time, didn't we? It was amazing, The King in New York. Yeah. So um, the last one we had on 4K uh, was actually Donnie Darko. But um, that's not the one that I picked. I picked Old Boy, mm-hmm. which is, well, I don't know really. Is it, I suppose, because we like film to us, we go, oh, yeah, Old Boy. Yeah. <laughs> is it a popular film? I think it's very well known, isn't it? I think it's very well known. I think, I think there's a lot of people out there who will go, oh, yeah, Old Boy, and then would have but not seen it. But they haven't seen it because it's, yeah. yeah. But is the, it Korean? Old boy. I th- no, it's not Korean. Is it Japanese? Do you know what? I can't believe I don't know. I should know. Do you know what? If we were professional, we would know that. But would thankfully, we? we've been going long enough that people know we're not professional. <laughs> See, if, if Chris was here, Chris would look on the computer. Yeah. He'd be Why fine. aren't you doing it? Chris would know it anyway. He wouldn't know it. He doesn't know fuck all, Chris. Chris, you do. I know you do. He doesn't. He looks up everything on the computer. <laughs> you can hear him whenever he's talking to you. He goes, oh. I'm just looking at it on the computer now. <laughs> was that was that like a Ooh, nice? Oh yeah, that was my impersonation of Chris. I can't. I can do any accent, any accent. I can't do Brummy though. I just can't do it. Although Chris would argue with it that he's not Brummy. No, he? he's because... from Parton, isn't he? He's yes. from March posher. It's, it's a lot better. They flush the toilet there, don't yes, they? they? And do. wipe their bottoms on paper instead <laughs> of just pooping. <laughs> It's okay, he doesn't listen to this. He'll never know that I said it. <laughs> I shall await the tweets. <laughs> <laughs> he don't, he know, he won't happen. Go on then, what's old boy about? Well, it's about this bloke and he's like in a box and then he comes out of the box and have I got to go through the whole thing? Can't, you, can't they just go and read the review? Yeah. Shall we or just, even shall better, we, just in these the... shows, just give out titles and then go, just go and read upon go it. Go and read and upon it. And then it's the end of the show. Yeah, it's just, oh, I don't know. Do you want me to explain the whole story? It's it, too confusing. It's Yeah, it goes all over the place. It does leave you yeah, thinking but it, a lot about Well, it's it. not confusing, really. It, it is a, a linear hmm. sort of... Uh, it's. I don't really want to talk about it because there's a big... You don't want to spoil it. Yeah, there's like a big thing in it that if you sort of start explaining it yeah. and then, you know... I think it is one it. of those, though, that... I think it is quite divisive. I think a lot of people would watch it and go, oh, that was a bit shit. How could you think Old Boy was shit? Yeah, that's we think that, but I know there's people that don't like it. Why? I don't know. Because of the violence. Well, yeah, there's violence in it, but I don't think it's just 
for that. Or because of the thing that happens in it. <laughs> the thing. The thing. Because it is a bit like, ooh, didn't see mm. that coming. And it is a bit of a, ooh, ooh, mm. isn't it? Yeah, see, I'm ruining it for everybody now. Because, <laughs> Or maybe they're all going to go, ooh, what's the thing that happens? Yeah. Stop Googling it, just buy the film. Yeah, it yeah. is. It's worth a watch, even though it's subtitled. Um, I think that particular version of it as well, you can listen to it in English. I'm pretty sure there was uh, all in English. It's been that long ago now. Yeah. This is what happens yeah, when we have that's to catch it, up on it? four months. Yeah. Watch it in it. Always watch things in their original oh, language. Oh, yeah. If it's though. a foreign language yeah. film, always watch it in its original language. Yeah. So I picked it, old boy, because the picture was amazing and the film is pretty amazing as yeah. well. Yeah. I'm going to pick a TV show, which is unusual what? for me. Yeah, a TV show. And it was from Digital Acorn Media, and it's Two Weeks to Live. Now, it's something we both really enjoyed. Yeah, this. it was great. It took us both by yeah, surprise, I think, because yeah. neither of us knew anything about it. I think the, it. Fir the first episode, I was a bit like, meh, mm. it's a bit... Because yeah. mm. it's, is it Maisie... Yeah, Maisie Williams, from... who's Arya Stark out of Game of Thrones, yeah. your favourite programme, My favourite programme that I've Not... seen two episodes of or something mm. uh yeah she she's the main character in it who and... cares about Maisie though when you've got jason <laughs> well it did it did lead to an interview show with hopefully people listening to this have heard it and if you haven't go and chase it out the interview show i did with jason fleming who was a great guest he yeah was so he was good. so nice i uh, could have talked to him for hours loads of great stories uh but it's yeah it's it's as the the title says it's this girl uh, played by Maisie Williams, who, through a set of circumstances that I won't give away, thinks she's only got two weeks to live, and she's got uh, she's got things she needs to do before those two weeks are up, and various people are dragged into it. One of them well, being Jason Fleming. If who's... she thinks she's got two weeks to live, because the world's going to end. Well, yeah, yeah, not because that, she's so, got yeah. So ev everybody basically, yeah, has got everybody's going to gonna die in two weeks. So she wants to get these things done. And uh, there's a few twists and turns in it. Yeah. It's uh, Oh, it's totally over the top, isn't it? It's completely over the top, but I liked it because it's got some good humour in it yeah, all the way else, through. Yes. There's some good action in it yeah. as well. Yeah, there is. Yeah, and there's characters yeah. that you care about in it. Yeah. And the way that it finishes, it leaves it that there could be a second Part series. Mm. And when I talk to Jason about it, he hopes there's going to be a second series <clears> of it as well. Mm. And, and Fleabag I, Sisters in it as well. Yeah. So I'd be I'd be well up for that. So if you haven't watched it already, I mean, of course, go out and... Is it on Sky? It was a Sky It might production. be. I'm sure that it's on some... Yeah, I yeah. think it's on Sky. But so if, yeah, if you've go got Sky buy, TV... Buy the DVD, support physical mm. media. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. support physical media. Support physical media. What have you got, dear? Well, I think you've got it written down as well. Um, so this has spanned, oh God, months and months and months um of how many how many columbia noir box sets are there now three uh yeah i've still got to write the review for columbia noir volume three right which is out later this month in may but we've seen all the films we've seen and well yeah the the review for the number one and two box set are on the website mm. so when I think of a noir film, I I think of 1940s, Barbara Stanwyck, um, hmm. just those really, Men in really... Hats. Well, not... Shadows. No, Cigarettes. No. Double indemnity it is, is... When I think of noir, I think double indemnity, which is an amazing film, hmm. isn't yeah. it? 
But I didn't know. I really didn't know that there were so many noir films, Mm. films that we would never have seen had it not been for these box sets being released. Exactly, yeah. Um, And even though some of them, you know, because we've watched all of them and some of them are a bit like, didn't mm. and then when I think about it, I think, oh, that was a really good film. All of them have been really great films. Yeah. And they stick in your they? head, don't they? They are ones Absolutely. that you said that you end up and they're quite shocking as well. The the stuff that's in them. Like um we watched one that's in the new box set called The Sniper. And it's not a, a long film, is it like 75 minutes? 17, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh but but it's about this this man, and he goes a bit bonkers, and he's he shoots women, but he shoots the women in their heads, and they keep smacking into they like they get shot, and it's really it makes you go, oh well yeah it's like they through a window and you'll see the glass yeah, smash or one it's horrible yeah she she gets shot in the head and then she goes flying into a framed poster of herself yeah. outside and smashes into the glass yeah. there. So they're like they're not exactly tense. A couple of them have been when they've they've been chase scenes are quite tense, yeah. aren't they? But I have to say that you know when we watch a film, the the times that I just think oh, I just want to just go have a look what's happening on on Instagram, <laughs> you know, just sort of you know, I've not looked at my phone. I've mm. really paid attention. Uh, which brings me into another film that that isn't mm. actually into. In a Colombian noir box set. Mm. Powerhouse but, um, Films is that release those. If anybody wants to pick them up, yeah, Powerhouse Films. It's their yeah. indicator series of releases. Yeah, yeah. And they are really good. Yeah, yeah they they're, are. They're a great company anyway, they release. Like you said, the films, we would have never have seen them before. Probably yeah, even never have, yeah. have known about their existence. Well, Glenn Ford being, being a good example as well, because he, I think out of all the films, Glenn Ford appears in more of them, hmm. doesn't he? Yeah. Now, I only really known Glenn Ford in Gilda, the film with Rita Hayworth, mm-hmm. and, you know, various cowboy films, none of which I could, like, pluck the title yeah. out, but I can just see him in a cowboy hat. So he's in a lot of these noir films, and he either plays, like, a bit deranged baddie, mm-hmm. or, like, the good guy done wrong. And he's... Uh, his acting is like, because <laughs> we joked, are we, Glenn, Glenn's going to get cross? <laughs> and then he gets cross and kicks yeah. something. Yeah. But he's just opening your eyes to, to actors in the 40s um, that you forget about. Yeah. That were bloody brilliant actors, weren't they? And yeah. but And the fashion and the ones where, like the one we saw the other day that was in San Francisco. Oh, the location shots. They're are, amazing, are aren't beautiful. they? Yeah. And because I think I think it's in this one. Because because we've only just finished watching volume mm. three, so this is about volume two. I think this is the one with the naked city in it. Oh, and that's for me, a great film. I would put it as number mm. one mm. all time films that I've ever seen for locations. Its use of New York is spectacular. Yeah. Yeah. New York is another character in the film. Yeah. And it's it's you know, I want to watch it again just to to see because they yeah. use. Yeah. I think I could be right in saying a hundred percent, but at least you know ninety five percent of all of the scenes are on location. They're yeah. outside, yeah, uh, and it's amazing cinematography. Mm. It looks beautiful. Well, another film that that fits into that is um, the Criminal Code. Yeah, 
That was a separate release from Powerhouse yeah. Films, wasn't it? Yeah, it wasn't, yeah, in, it wasn't the in the box set. But the box set that we've just seen is a remake of The Criminal Code starring Glenn Ford, yes. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But the original um, Criminal Code is uh, 1930. It was directed by Howard Hawks as well. And one of the stars of it was Boris Karloff, mm-hmm. not in a horror role. And Boris Karloff is amazing in this film, isn't he? Because he's, he's, great. he's yeah, a con yeah. uh, before he made it sort of big when before, he was Frankenstein. Frankenstein yeah, yeah, just before Frankenstein, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so they look out for indicators, uh, noir films, because there's another one as well, the, the box set with the two films in. Was that The Naked City? The two films. Oh yeah, that yeah. was that was that was Arrow actually. That was the, oh that was Arrow in the Urban Jungle box set. Yes, that was that, it. Yeah. yeah, that's a great box set as well. Another great isn't box set, it? the yeah. Urban Jungle. Yeah, because we reviewed that as well, didn't we? Did. we? Yeah. So I think sort of this year more than any we've been entrenched in film noir. We have been. Yeah. We? Yeah. Yeah. But all great films. Yeah. 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 It's got Highly me into trouble them. because I've been referring to women as dames. And dolls. <laughs> hey, doll. Hey, doll. See? Ending every sentence. See? 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 I went over there. See? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to record a podcast. See? Yeah. <laughs> Is that okay with you, doll? Yeah. Oh, Dave. Why did you slap me last <laughs> night? Slap me. And go. Oh! Oh, God damn it. Oh, no, they don't swear, do no, they? No, they don't swear. Yeah. Shut it, doll. I'm going to have a cigarette. <laughs> You're going to shoot someone later? <laughs> I think you should kill him with a rope. Have we gone down to Alabama now? We oh, yeah. From New York. I've gone from New York. To... <laughs> oh, dear. Perhaps I should go to another country. Okay, then where are we going to go to? Uh, is it Belgium? I don't know. What is, is Belgium? Is Belgium. Where did I get Belgium from? Chocolate. I... We've watched a video Belgian about cho- Belgian chocolate. That's it. I need some chocolate. Go on, you, you have a go now. <laughs> okay. You have a go. I shall talk about, let me have a look. I'm going to look, um, another Blu-ray from Arrow. Why not? The Bloodhound. And this was one that took me by surprise. Indie film, low budget, predominantly a two-hander, just two act- actors in it. There's, um, there's another actor in it who plays a sister who makes a brief appearance. And it's about a guy who lives in a house all by himself and his friend comes that he hasn't seen him for a long, long time. And he comes into the house uh, and they're both in there together. And the the guy who owns the house doesn't let the other guy out, even though he wants to get out. <laughs> and it's very surreal. It's very stylized and it's very talky. And normally I'd look, I'd look, I looked at the trailer when we were offered it to review and I almost said, no, I thought, oh, no, I don't think it's something that you know, I would, didn't watch this would catch one. my attention. And I ended up, and I was fascinated by it. Yeah, and you it liked begins, it, yeah, I you? really loved it. Mm. And it begins it, from the first shot where you see somebody crawling out of this shallow water, just using their arms and their legs don't work, and they're just pulling themselves along by their arms, and they go into this house and they're soaking wet, and they drag themselves across the room and into a cupboard and shut the door, and you're thinking, what the hell's going on? And Do you ever find out? Yeah, you find stuff out um, <laughs> because lots, lots of things happening, and you're thinking, well, is his friend that's visited? Is he, is he hallucinating? Has he been drugged? What's, mm. what's going on with it? And there was just something about it mm. that. It was like now I'm you know I'm not 
a David Lynch fan mm. at all. That you know, I like Wild at Heart is is the mm. main one that I like for me. Yeah. But a lot, of, yeah. You know, Twin Peaks and all of that, I've got no time for. But this is because I've watched them all. Don't get me wrong, I've watched David Lynch films. I'm not mm. just saying I don't like him. It is quite Lynchian mm. when you're watching this. Mm. Um, so you'd think I'd go, oh, I don't like that. I did I really there's just some something indescribable about it that drew me into with the atmosphere is of it based on the fall of the house of Usher? it is yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, so yeah have a read of my review on the website and even if you think it might not be for you there's usually nine times out of ten the trailers on the the review as well have a look and dip into it, you know, give it mm. give it a go because and don't expect any, you know, it's there's no action in it and there's no big fancy special effects or all of this. It's all dripping in atmosphere and great performances. And yeah, it leaves you just a little bit disturbed and going, What the hell have I just watched? <laughs> I think everybody's more disturbed at the fact that you don't like David Lynch than Probably. anything. I think everybody knows by now. Well, talking about Disturbed, another one of my picks is uh, by Brandon Cronenberg. Oh, yes. <laughs> Guess who Sonny is? Mm. Reg Varney's. No. How <laughs> I many people will go, who? People, hopefully, Reg... every, hopefully this starts now. Reg Varney? Let's lock up who Reg Varney is. And there's a whole <laughs> new uptaking on the buses. People in Australia will know who Reg Varney is. I hope, I they... hope people worldwide know who Reg Varney is. Well, not in Japan. Maybe so. You could you be. Don't know if you're in Japan listening to this <laughs> and you know who Reg Varney is, or if this has made you lock up who Reg Varney is. <laughs> Send us an email or a tweet. <laughs> uh, yeah, Possessor, his film. Uh, again, oh, God, do I have to explain what happens in this? <laughs> this is going to be hard. So there's this, oh, there's this woman and her job is she's an assassin. Mm. And the way she assassinates people, I'm trying to put this really simply, is by taking over their bodies almost like they pull the soul out of that person and put the assassin's soul into the body and adventure in shoes <laughs> a lot of blood, a lot of blood, blood is, is, uh, gore spills, yeah. it's a ve- you'd think I, I mean i've read reviews of possessor and i think a lot of people have been a bit confused by it because of the well, what's he doing, and how did she end up in his body? Mm. It's it is all explained. Oh, so, it is. Yeah, it is all. Explained, so maybe yeah. they were playing with their phones <laughs> instead of <laughs> yeah, this instead is one, of watching. Well, it's like any film. Put your bloody phones away, yeah. people. Just concentrate on it. You know, pause I, it if you need a wee, or you want to make a, if you want to make a cup of tea or something. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. But don't or sniff your Rob Halford book. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you might just be sitting there watching, you know, and just think, "Ooh, yeah. I think I'll smell Rob." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, <laughs> I often feel like that. Do you? Yeah. yeah. Perhaps he could send me oh, his pants. The uh, uh, the lingering odor of my last <laughs> scratch has dissipated. <laughs> I need to refresh it. Poor Rob Halford. Wherever he is, he'll be sitting there. His ears will be burning. You know, it, well, he'd have listened. Somebody would have said, hey, Rob, yeah, there's this this podcast. And he does uh, interviews and he's talked to so many people. And he'd love to talk to you. And he'd listen to this. And he'd listen to the star. And he'll go, oh, that's all right. And then he gets up to the bit with you, with his finger up people's bums and signing it in shit and everything. <laughs> 
didn't say shit. Actually, I said semen, Dave. Well, that makes it so much better to bring him <laughs> onto the show, doesn't it? <laughs> Do you think you could like write in semen? I don't know. It's a bit thick, isn't it? Depends how much there was. And how long your name was. <laughs> Hopefully. You would think, well, no, oh, Spock and his logic would yeah. oh, how long's your name? Oh, I don't know, I think I'll have to have another masturbatory <laughs> session to my, get enough semen yes, to write it. Because my bloody surname's got a hyphen in it and I need all those extra letters. <laughs> you put me off while I was talking about that. You were talking about Possessor. <laughs> I don't think I want to talk about it. <laughs> we're not carrying on talking about Rob Alfred. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so in short, Possessor, it's a great horror film. Sort of a psycho science fiction. Mm. It is like early films of his dad's of David Cronenberg. See, no, I don't. Only in the fact of how, to me, it's got that early Cronenberg, a very clinical, sterile, cold. Yeah, well, it's also got that that Cronenbergian thing about um, using uh, technology. Yeah, because yeah. it's very technology based, yeah. isn't it? You know, like sort well, of like and the human body video, as well. Yeah, like human body. body. Horror, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it is very Cronenbergian, mm. but also he's put his own stamp on it. You oh, don't, definitely. If definitely, you didn't yeah. know his last name was Cronenberg, you probably go, "Oh, this is a bit like David Cronenberg and David Lynch," and mm. Mm. it's very, um, yeah. I think he, it's him, but oh, yeah. Obviously, he's influenced by... It's made me look by, forward to, you know, future yeah, films by him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a cracking film. Mm. Best horror film for this year, I think, for me. Yeah? Yeah, definitely, yeah. Another good film that we reviewed is called The Columnist. Oh, yeah, what a great which, film. Which, again, we knew nothing about. Took us by surprise. It's about a female columnist. Surprise, surprise. See what she <laughs> writes. And as is the case in this day and age, you get people on social media... Who who know everything about everything, and their opinions are facts, mm. and they're usually foul mouthed, uh, and hide behind their anonymity, mm. and she gets lots of abuse online about her written work, mm. which upsets her, yeah. as as a lot of people uh, upset people on social media, mm. which is terrible, and there's a lot of this going on within football as we record this yeah. to do with all sorts of things. Uh, but it's been going on for far too long and it needs addressing. But anyway, we're not going to go into that. We'll stick with the film. Otherwise, this will end up in a rant show <laughs> and politics will be involved in everything. Uh, but this, we we really loved this because we've said before about our souls on mm. Twitter spouting yeah. off and going, fucking thinking. Oh, anyway, um, she decides she's had enough mm. and takes matters into her own hands. And begins by seeking out, um, well, she finds out, slight spoiler, so um, just skip ahead a little bit maybe if you don't want to know. But she finds out that one of the people that has been slagging her off online uh, is her next door neighbour. Yeah, yeah. And so she takes revenge on him in a way that we, if you remember, we skipped it backwards. (laughs) A thing happened that she did to her next door neighbour and we were... (laughs) We were howling, which said a lot about us. Some people might be shocked, but we were just pissing yeah. ourselves. And we, and we skipped it back and watched it again mm. and loved it yeah. just as yeah. much. And then she finds out that doing that, it's because she's been in a bit of a writer's block, mm. but then this stimulates her writing. She, and she thinks, oh, is this the answer to being, you know, a really productive writer that I have mm. to do this sort of thing? Mm. 
and then she does something similar again and again, and it just all escalates and gets out of hand completely in such a great way that you shouldn't really be cheering for in some of the things that she does, but you do. Yeah, you do. You do. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she's a single mum as well, so then her, her new uh, love of her life gets involved because he's a he's a he's like a dark magician isn't he i forget his name off the top of my head it was, i can't some, remember either yes yeah, i think yeah, it's something yeah. death uh is his <clears throat> stage name um but then he gets involved and her kids think that things that are happening he's to blame but he's mm. not so there's nice twists and turns. Mm. it's a really good good mm. film it's a good film on yeah. a lot of different layers mm. that i really enjoyed and again completely out of nowhere yeah so that was yeah. a great yeah. one that we got to review yeah. On to you, dear. Well, I I think you might have put yeah. this one on your. All, on yeah, your, I think um, the ones I've got left now we've we've both got. So off off yeah. we go. I shall just uh, jump in. Uh well, the next on my list is, uh, and it is Belgian, because I just looked. Oh, well done. <laughs> Raw. Mm. So this film came out several years ago. Um, and we've seen it before, haven't we? But it's been yeah. re-released, special edition, hasn't it? Yeah, it's by <coughs> uh, Second Sight Films, Second who Sight. have been releasing some brilliant special editions mm. of films. Well, I'm going to talk... Another one of their special editions is my number one pick. Oh, OK. Uh, so Roar is about a, a young girl who's going off to veterinarian college in Belgium. Her sister's already there. She's in the second year. And their mum and dad, you know, they're very close. They're obviously very middle class. And on the way there, they stop at a cafe and uh, have a meal. And then they find out that the meatballs, the veggie meatballs the daughter's eating, are actually meat. And the mum goes off her head mm -hmm. saying, no, we want vegetarian stuff. Anyway, so fast forward, they, they go to veterinarian school, drop her off. And they have hazing there where they get covered in blood and it's very gory, isn't it? And mm. and, and very foreign as well because they're all like in university learning to be vets. You see people with their arms up cow's bottoms and it's all very <laughs> pooey and bloody and slicing meat and it's visceral, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, because there's scenes where I think they're, they've got dogs, haven't they? They're... Yeah, they're doing like chopping dogs up to yeah. look at their insides. But one of the ha hazing things that happens is um, they all have to eat a rabbit kidney. And the girl eats this rabbit kidney and comes out in a terrible rash and then discovers that she likes eating raw meat. Mm -hmm. This, when it came out, uh, was shocking. Not, you know, not to us because we like films and i don't mean just me and dave i mean you as well you the people that are listening mm. to it you'd watch this film Any and you go files, and you yeah. go ha, 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 look what she's just put in her mouth <laughs> but even then you go did she just put that in her mouth mm. did she oh so again you know this is one of those films that if you haven't seen it i'm not going to say anymore because you i would just ruin it for you uh it's a great body horror Oh, a double bill with Possessor. <laughs> Do you know what? You're not far wrong there. It would make a great double yeah. bill, even though they're like nothing like each other. Yeah. Um, I I really liked Raw. 
Yeah, it's a good um, film. Like you said, we've watched it before, but it was just as good yeah. on a rewatch. And yeah. there's the scenes in it, even though there is all those visceral scenes and there's a lot of blood in it and everything. I know in any film, do you know when you see somebody being sick on film or when you mm. see somebody being sick in real life, it's sort of, mm. it yeah, makes you get yeah. dry heave yeah. yourself. You've got to hold it down, yeah. haven't you? So there's a scene in this um, and where she's sort of heaving and it's, that's never good. And it's the way that it's filmed and it's... <laughs> It's like there's a hairball coming out, isn't mm. there? And it's well, cool. actually, it's what she's throwing up. Well, yeah. <laughs> but it's the whole, it's the noises and the way that it's filmed is just, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it makes you a bit queasy yeah. about that. It's a good film though, and it's yeah. um, centered on a really strong female protagonist as well. Yeah, yeah. And also her sister, the the girl that plays her sister, whose unfortunately name I haven't got either of them. But again, you know the the. Reviews are on the website. Mm-hmm. Um, two really strong female leads, sort of in the vein, a little bit of Ginger Snaps. There's a film I haven't seen for a long time. Yeah, but great That's, memories of. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that that Ginger Snaps is sort of like women, uh, you know, around puberty, mm-hmm. periods, growing up in the world with. Mm, yeah, well, I'm not going to give you a feminist at all. Don't worry. <laughs> dear yeah great film highly recommended yeah, again definitely yeah, from both of us yeah 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 uh we've been um very lucky actually very very proud to have added to our partnership page since we last recorded bfi yes and we've been um sent blu-rays from the bfi only the poshest people in great britain so from now on all of the 60NW team will be talking like this this because we're members of the bfi now and i want to call me <laughs> Quintina. No, I've got to admit the the um, emails we've had have been lovely yeah, from the BFI. Yeah, they're great. Really nice, and we've got. To, well, the it, thing is with the BFI, they they um, they love films, not you know. Well, they yeah they do, but but the other thing about them is that they produce films that are like the real cream of mm. British filmmaking. Yeah. You know, when a film has got the stamp of the BFI on it, you're in for something fucking good (laughs) not just some shitty little you know even i'm sure that they have released films that we don't like Mm. but um this i know what you're going to talk about and this this film is the gold top cream of british film i think it's going to be a real cult classic yeah it should be more it should be more than a cult classic it should be wildly yeah celebrated as a classic yeah uh it's called county lines and it's about a young lad uh who has a single mum he has a younger sister and his mum works nights and when she's not working nights she's out getting pissed up picking men up and he's left to raise his younger mm. daughter by himself and he's struggling to do sister, that sister not daughter uh, sorry sister uh, it's her daughter and um money is really tight for them and so he's out he's at a takeaway he's like at one of these chicken slash kebab places and some other lads come in and begin to bully him mm. and then there's somebody sat at, at a chair in this takeaway place and steps in and sends the bullies away you know mm. and, and helps the helps the lad but he's only a young lad he's himself, only a young lad himself yeah. yeah and they form this friendship um but not knowing that he doesn't know that he's being groomed by this lad yeah. that has stepped in to be um to be a, a drug mule mm. uh, and crossing the county lines mm. uh carrying drugs he ends up dealing locally 
and then he's sent further afield and he's on a train. And of course, once he's sent further afield, he's on other people's turf and the drug yeah. dealers there are not happy. And what happens? Don't to... say anything more. There's... You'll spoil it. Yeah, it's it's oh, it's such a good film. Yeah, it is. With it's great performances. Amazing performance. Yeah. Everything. I can't fault yeah. anything about it. No. Even even going to, you know, the, the picture and the sound on the Blu-ray mm. is great. But the performance is the story. Um, it'll shock you. It'll oh, it'll tear your heart out mm. when you're watching it. And we've we've watched it. And again, at the time of recording, the Oscars have just finished. And we were saying, I mean, this should be best picture. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, why yeah. at the very least has something like this not been nominated? Yeah. But it, it was nominated for a BAFTA. It should be up for, um, for the best of the best. Yeah. And it should, it's such a good film. Yeah. It really the Young Laddies in it was nominated for Best Newcomer at the BAFTAs and mm. didn't win. Um, but Henry Blake, the the lad that directed it, well, and he is a lad as well. He's like barely. Yeah. Well, it know, comes from really... his stories, doesn't yeah, it? From, yeah. He's from, a first time director. Yeah. Working uh, with, pe with people, yeah, with, yeah. with people who have done this. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it comes from, you know, a true place. And they use little kids, and I was totally unaware of it, um, that they can use kids like eight years old, you mm. know, come from estates, you know, and the parents, for whatever reason, you know, don't mind their kids not being there. They mm. disappear for days on ends because they are drug mules. Yeah. Could, and it's shocking to think that it's happening. And apparently it's it's increased like fourfold since uh, the pandemic. Wow. Yeah, it's um, horrible, isn't it? Yeah, so that's, um, I think that was one of the first ones at the BFI centres. Mm. Uh, mm. Again, go to the website, um, go through all the reviews and you'll see some more that yeah. we've sent us because there's been some really good yeah. ones there. If I Well, if I could pick a film um, that should have won an Oscar, I mean, there's there's another one I'm thinking of as well, which <laughs> actually we, we should talk about the Oscars before we, before we go. Mm. Um I would have said that this, how this didn't win like Best BAFTA and and it's the sort of film that you just think it's so good. It is so good mm. that, that, you know, these films, they just slip through people's fingers, yeah. don't they? Yeah, but thankfully, you know, thanks to the BFI, this is there. It's got a physical disc release. It's mm. there to buy, to keep. It's yeah. yours. You can watch it whenever you want. And uh... it's a, It really is a great film. Yeah. It's a hard watch. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's... You watch it and, you know, there's a glimmer of hope at the end yeah. of it as well, isn't there? There you go. County lines. Mm. What have you got for us? Uh, I don't think that you, you've you got... Yes, I think we both join in our... Uh, so do you want to talk about like Tom first or chopping people's heads off? Oh, I, I, th I thought one of those might have been your number one pick. No, no. Oh, okay. No. Um, let's go with oh, well, let's go with more rectum talk then, shall we? Let's let's move on while people are still still uh, reeling from our earlier rectum. <laughs> so you better put well. What film is it, and why are we saying rectum? Le rectum. Um... <laughs> oh God! This is another a film we've seen before, isn't it? This is a film that that again, you know, film fans have seen, and it's one of those films that I, I know I've seen it twice. Mm -hmm. So this watch was the third time I'd seen it. Yeah, um, and it's a very hard watch again. 
but this new release of Irreversible, Gasper Knows Irreversible, is uh, is different because it comes in a special edition where instead of the story being told not in chronological order, but mm. rather the, the beginning is the end and the end is the beginning, they've cut it so that the beginning is the beginning and mm. the end is the end. It's just the a linear movie. It's, no, just it? a, it's just the story told through, from beginning, beginning to end. Mm -hmm. So that we watched that version of it because we've, you know, we've seen of, the other version. We've seen before, the other version we, yeah. of it, and and also you remember it watching this version. You know, yeah. that, well, this would have been. Um, God, how how can you talk about a film like this? It's, it's again. Oh, it's just, again for the people that haven't yeah. watched it. This really is one that the less you know about it, the better. Yeah, and yeah. if you do pick up the special I, release, yeah, definitely watch it the way that it was intended to be watched to begin with. Watch Actually, it. do you know, I disagree with you there. Really? I, I disagree with you. I, I think that this is the sort of film that you need to be informed about before you watch it. Because I think it... Not like, one about for the main... Because there's certain... When you're watching it, the way that it was originally cut, and you watch the end, and it does get... So, the original version, this is where it gets confusing. This is quite confusing, two, yeah. Two different versions. So, if you let's just let's stick to the original version. Yeah. So when you first watch it, um, it begins and it's really, really violent. There's lots of violent and very disturbing things that happen. Which become a more violence happens. Yeah. 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 But then as you go through and you work towards what would be the beginning of the narrative of it or how it all begins, um, the violence disappears. Yeah. And you find and out the backstory, and... which then yeah, gives yeah. gives more it then it gives more shocks to what you've seen earlier with the violence mm. because you find things out and you think oh shit that happened yeah. and yeah. oh there was this as in the mix as well well it, it's a bit of an inf infamous film isn't it oh, irreversible yeah. along with a serbian film now i have never you've seen a serbian yes. film i refuse to watch it because i know what to, and it's not me being a prude or being i chose not to mm. watch it because i don't want to watch a film that has that content in it. Yeah. It doesn't appeal to me. I don't feel titillated by it. I just, I don't want to watch that. Mm. So Irreversible, um, for those of you who aren't familiar with it, it's infamous because it has a very brutal rape in it. I'd um, say one of, or maybe, would you say, I mean, speaking as a woman, would you say that it's the worst one that you've seen on film? Uh, for me, it's the most uncomfortable watch for me as a man watching yeah. it. And for a lot of different reasons. And you're watching it, you're thinking... Is it ever oh, going to end? Oh, my God. Because yeah. it... What is it, 10 minutes? Didn't, yeah, didn't you look at the clock and you went... Long. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, that's just yeah. one factor of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And the, and, it, and the camera doesn't move. It's placed on the floor in front yeah. of her. And it doesn't move. It's like the camera's yeah. placed on the floor yeah. right in front of her yeah. as she's being raped. And you can't look anywhere else. Yeah. Uh, but apart from what what's going on, it's, and it's horrible. It's horrible. It really is yeah. horrible. Not it's... as you know, not as any rape scene is not horrible. But this <sighs> this yeah. is truly disturbing. Yeah, yeah. But it's a film, and it's not real. Yes. But it looks real. Which the, again, yeah. You watching the extras, you see one of the brilliant extras in it as well. Yeah. Is the characters involved in this scene, yeah. and they talk about it, and they the, talk and the about filming the rape and how shocked they were. Monica Bellucci, in particular, couldn't believe how realistic it looked mm. and was a bit horrified yeah. that they'd done such a good job on it. But, you know, again, 
it's a film, it's not real. Mm -hmm. So people who don't know about Irreversible, I think they need to know that they're going to be confronted with this really long, very realistic rape oh, scene. Yeah. It's not real, though, you know, so we know that. There's also a very violent act in it as well. That is, it's not, I mean, maybe I'm sick, I don't know. But when I watched it, I went, yes, <laughs> yeah. And I think you did as well. Yes. Because it's just so satisfying to see this. Yeah, it's because, because... And it's because the special effects are so amazing of yeah. this particular violent act, which, again, in the extras, they explain exactly how they did it. Mm -hmm. And you go, well, bugger me, <laughs> <laughs> literally. Also um, in the extras, uh, Le Rectum, which is a gay sadomasochistic club in Paris, is real. Mm. And they just painted it red, but it's a real. They just went in there and filmed people like fucking each other, <laughs> literally. Um, it's the sort of film that I think you can't talk about it unless you've seen it. Mm. You could go, oh, I'm watching that. It's got that. It's that famous film because it's got a rape in it. It. This film is so much more than the violent act, much more, and than the it. sexual yeah. violent yeah. act as well. It's. Um, it's like a, a threesome love story. Yeah, of which as well, um, going again to the special features, uh, which are a highlight of, you know, of a lot of Second Sight films. Mm. And, well, and Arrow and everybody, you know, there's some great, another mm. good thing about physical media, you yeah. always, you've always got the special features yeah, to enjoy yeah. as well, is in this, the how virtually all of it was, um, it wasn't scripted, was it? It's improvised. No, it's all improvised, yeah, yeah. Which gives yeah. it that more... yeah naturalistic feel yeah and an another thing about it as well vincent cassell is is the, the main guy in it isn't he mm. the french actor vincent cassell who's brilliant but for me the the most amazing person in it is monica bellucci uh not just for her acting but for the way she looks mm -hmm. she is the most incredibly sensual and beautiful woman i mean she's a very talented actress as well but that her beauty adds to the story as well i mean this is the sort of film that if you're studying film you write your dissertation about oh yeah don't there's you? so you much know? to dig into there's yeah. so many layers of it yeah. but uh, if you just want to watch a film without going oh this means this and mm. Mm, freudian and all <laughs> that sort of thing um one thing i I can say about it is having watched the version where it's linear mm. and starts at the beginning and ends at the end, I prefer the non-chronological original The original cut. version. I prefer the original Have version. It was nice to yeah. see it, yeah, it in was, a different, it was, yeah, edited yeah. differently. Yeah. It was nice to see it that way. But I think it's, and it's not just because we're used to watching the original mm. cut. I think it's got a lot more power to it. It's a yeah. lot. Well, the original is eight minutes longer as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, as we were watching it, especially the rape scene, I can remember, I don't think I breathed very much <laughs> during it yeah. because it's really... Um, yeah. And the sound's great. That The yeah. whole scene, especially in that, you know, the rectum, this pounding it's sound to it. It's not titillating in any oh, way, Oh, not at is all. It? It's, I hate that in films, yeah, you know, where they that, show... The whole club is... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to shower afterwards. It's, it's 
an absolute classic. It is, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, moving on to something which God, I could do with a drink after <laughs> that. <now. laughs> talking just, about just, just talking thinking about, about it, it. it's yeah. start, starting to get seriously starting to get a bit of a headache just thinking about it. <laughs> it's such an intense film, yeah, isn't it? It is an intense yeah. watch when you're watching it. Some light relief now, Dave. Well, well. We're... <laughs> We've talked about, you know, powerhouse films where they indicator releases and, and Arrow films and Second Sight films. And they're just some of the people that uh, we get sent films from. All, all great people. Have a look at the partnership page on our website uh, just for some of the names because and support them all and buy the products yeah. from them. Because that's the only way they're going to keep doing what yeah. they do is if we continue yeah. to buy physical media. Uh, and another one that we love is 101 Films. And again, this is another film we knew nothing about it whatsoever. No, never heard you wrote of it. the review for this. Yeah. And I know we both we both love this, didn't we? It's yeah. a film called The Headhunter. Uh small budget film though, yeah. isn't it? A small budget yeah. film. And go on, I'll let you talk about it because you wrote the review. <laughs> and uh, again, oh, we just love this film. Again, coming out of nowhere to be yeah. surprised by something like this. Well, I I sort of am into this sort of thing anyway, hmm. aren't I? Like Viking Warriors. With axes, chucking axes, decapitating mm. people, that sort of Game of Thronesy type. Mm. Um, so that so is this old warrior. I didn't particularly think he was a Viking, but he looks Nordic, yes. doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Living sort of by water somewhere, and he just goes about his you know his everyday life, just sort of prays in front of his tree you sort of get an idea that somebody is buried somebody under the you don't really yeah. know i thought it was his wife but hmm. and then you hear this horn in the distance and you look into the distance and there's this castle a couple of miles away and um he starts putting on all this armor and starts marching towards the castle and a couple of minutes later he's coming back covered in blood with a wound and a bag, and in the bag will be the head of a monster. And he'll nail the head of the monster to his, <laughs> to his cellar wall. And then another part of it is you see him, and it takes sort of a good 15 minutes of him gathering flowers mm -hmm. and picking grasses. And, and he makes this potion and puts it on the windowsill to sort of ferment. But this potion, he pours on himself after he's killed one of these monsters. And he's dying because he's got claw he's marks. He's ripped to shreds, he's ripped isn't to it? shreds. Yeah. And this potion heals him by the next morning. So the horn goes again. He'll go off, come back with head in a bag. And it carries on like this. It's very considered and, and it's so beautiful to look oh, at. Yeah. But nothing really happens. It's just... But even though... Nothing happens. You just want to watch him. Oh, it's him. compelling viewing. We yeah, were locked to the yeah. screen. Yeah. So reviews of this, before I wrote my review of it, people are complaining about it. It's boring. It's only an hour long. It's really boring. Only Wasn't the last 10 minutes are good. A lot were saying it should <laughs> yeah. be like a 20-minute short be a 20 film. Minute. Yeah. Rubbish. Yeah. Absolute rubbish. It's exactly the right length, and it's, it's great. Mm. Um, again, you know, don't want to tell you the ending or who's buried in the grave, but it's a short film and it's fantastic. <laughs> it's really, at the end of it, you go, well, that was good. Yeah. That was bloody good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah. And it's, it's, a, it's a little film that I, I could see myself. It was like on Netflix or something. I'd probably pop it on every day and watch a bit of it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it had this 
feeling of, again, you know, maybe it's just because I play these sort of games, mm. but almost like a game come to life mm -hmm. that I could control him. Obviously, I couldn't. But, um, yeah, the, and the, the man that plays the warrior as well, he's quite young, mm. isn't he? And uh, he looks great with his shirt off. Oh, did I say that out loud? <laughs> yes, you did. Yeah, he's very yeah. hairy. Yeah. yeah, it's a great film. Yeah, 101 Films. Again, company, um, just keep an eye out for everything they release. And this this is a cracking one. Yeah. Mm. Again, could be easily overlooked. We go, oh, I've never heard of it next. Um, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Give, give it a look and pick it up. You won't be disappointed with this. Do you want me to go next? Because I know you'll want to um, probably... Well, I've just got my number one pick left. I know. Well, I've just got my number one Okay, pick then. So out of well. the last four months, Tina, what is your favourite thing that's been reviewed on the website? Oh, it was a hard one. It, all, it always is, though, isn't it? It is, just yeah, picking, yeah. Just picking, you know, which one's your favourite. And I thought, shall I pick Possessor? Because I really like that a lot. Or shall I pick Irreversible? Mm, or shall I pick, uh, you know, one of the noir films mm -hmm. that we watched? Or on. County Lines. We've, you know, we both I, love. I was one. actually, I was, I think, if I could have picked a film that we hadn't reviewed, mm. I would have picked Sound of Metal because <laughs> I really like that film. Yeah, that's a great film. Um, and I was going to pick County Lines and, and thought about it. And I thought, no, that I have to pick this film because it's a film that uh, I don't know if it would have the same effect on a man watching it as a woman. Mm. But my pick is the special edition uh, of The Nightingale. Mm -hmm. And the reason I picked it is, you know, we watch a lot of films that we've seen before. Oh, yeah, yeah. And The Nightingale, I actually don't know if it's still available on Amazon Prime, but in Britain, it's been on Amazon for quite a while. Mm -hmm. It's a very violent film. It's a really heart-wrenching film. And, oh, what's her name? Aisling. Oh, I can't think of her last name. She's an Irish accent actor who plays um The Nightingale. Mm. But basically, in brief... It's uh, <clears throat> it's based in Australia and she's a convict, gets sent over to Australia, ends up meeting an Irish lad over there. They get married and have a baby, but they're indemnitured to the local uh, army. They're all British. And it's just it's a it's a rape revenge film. Um, almost a Western, I'd yeah, say, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, but her performance in it, and forgive me for not knowing her last name. You can say, God, with some Go and read the review. Her Go last name the will review. be on the review. Um, she actually was one of the nuts. She was Sister Ruth in um, Black Narcissus hmm. that was on the BBC over Christmas, which isn't as good as the film, I'm afraid. Hmm. But uh, And she's also in a TV show in, in for the BBC called The Fall, which is on... I think it's been more popular on Netflix than it was when it was on. It's about a ser an Irish serial killer, uh, and she plays the the his babysitter who falls in love with him. But she's she's a really good actor, really good, very intense and but pretty and little. Mm. And again, you know, I'd, I could tell you some things that happen in this film, but f oh, 
fuck me, it's a hard watch again, isn't it? We've had a few in. The, we've yeah. talked about a few that have been really hard yeah, watches. Yeah, it's in sort this of episode. like you're thinking, oh my god, oh my god, what's going to happen? Is she going to? Oh my god, is, is he going to kill her? Is she going to mm. get raped again? It's just man's inhumanity to man. What a bunch of shits <laughs> <laughs> the English show soldiers are. Men not understanding women, men being powerful oh again you know feminist shit like that <laughs> um if you're a man watching it there's it again it's like a cowboy film hmm. where you know she's she's gonna get back to you for what what you did to her and her husband and her baby and as you well. still get fucked up with the men and with yeah, what they do as yeah. well but it but it's an action film as well there's hmm. a lot of action in it. it's yeah. a lot of gory death in it isn't yeah, it oh yeah so well written uh directed by a woman so well written um the language that's used is it's just great it's just a great film it's a great story and the packaging on this oh, yeah, was yeah. beautiful yeah. wasn't it yeah we just get sent the disc i've just seen pictures of it but mm. um and the extras on it are really good as well but but as far as films go it's the sort of film that stays with you. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to tell you what happens. I mean, you can sort of imagine, really, you know, mm. whether or not, you know, it's going to have a, a good ending. Yeah. Who's going to survive? It also talks a lot about, um because, you know, when we used to review umbrella films from Australia, like The Chant of Jimmy Blacksmith, it talks yeah, a lot yeah. about... um you know, the Aboriginal experience mm -hmm. of the British sending uh, convicts to, yeah. well, Van Diemen's Land um, uh, in Tasmania, actually. Um, but, yeah, it's a great film. What Did you enjoy it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah very much yeah. enjoyed it. But yeah. it is, like you said, it's uh, it can be a hard watch at times. Mm. It's, uh, yeah. it's, it's a tough watch. But like you said, packaging in it, picture again is brilliant. Whole yeah. content, you know, everything yeah. about it is really yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, it is good. Not the sort of film you want to watch on a Sunday afternoon. That's though. not definitely not a Sunday afternoon <laughs> film. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's one. Yeah, watch it at night and then just have something, you know, a little comedy thing to finish off the evening before you go to <laughs> yeah. bed after watching that. I um, think I think the last this year has been the year of rape. For <laughs> <us>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's another film with a rape. In oh, it. fantastic. No. Uh, well, I'm going to finish with something a little bit more lighthearted. It's another 4K release from Arrow, and uh, it's Demons 1 and 2. Look at your little face. Oh, oh when they the announced joy. this, a little squeak came out um, from both ends. I was that excited. I couldn't contain both myself. Ends. Yeah, I, did, I might have done a little, <laughs> little fart of excitement. Oh, God. <laughs> and uh, I've loved Demons. Since VHS days, you know, when it came out mm. to rent on VHS, I bought the ex-rental uh, yeah. video of it back in the day. Watched it a lot of times. Yeah. Well into double figures, I've watched this film. This 4K release by Arrow is by it looks amazing, far, doesn't it? Oh, by yeah. far the best version I've ever seen um, and heard. There was, like I said, I've watched it heavily into double figures there was bits in this there was detail within the picture that i've never seen before because a lot of it's you know happens it's, it was dark isn't well, it it's in dark. A cinema. so anybody that doesn't know um my god you're in for a treat watching demons for the very first time <laughs> if you've never seen it mm. it's uh, people get there they're enticed into a movie theater and there's a horror film showing and the events that play out 
on the film begin to happen in real life and demons these rip your flesh and each of them generally go crazy um go crazy within the cinema you're and so they, excited uh, you want to see I your love, face i love demons and nobody can get out because they run to the door <gasps> and it's all bricked up oh my god and um, this is one actually we talked about watching films in their original language this is yeah. one where i love the dubbed version <laughs> Yeah, because some of the voices in it. Yeah, because that's how some I, of them talk like that. Well, this is how I grew up with it, with these <laughs> yeah. voices, and, and that's part of the charm of this yeah. is the voices, as well as the rock music soundtrack. Yeah, of course. In it as well, uh, which is so good, and yeah, it was. I was just blown away um, again by the detail in the picture, the stuff happening in what was before what I'd seen. I've got that, you know, I had it on VHS and I've had it on DVD and previous blu-ray releases but there was stuff within the darker scenes and going i've never seen that before mm. and it's all crystal clear and mm. and it's such a fun film and it, you know by now i know it virtually line for line with the script and i know what's going to happen still loved it just as much and but in with it as well as demons 2 now i don't I don't enjoy Demons 2 as much as the first one. I was going to say, I didn't enjoy the second one as much as the first one. You hadn't seen it before, no. had you? You'd never seen Demons no. 2. Um, so that it was a first time watch for you. And it's mm. it's more silly. It's a lot more silly. Yeah. And the, let's get it right. The first one isn't some chin-stroking serious piece of cinema by any means. Oh, I don't know about that. Well, but th this is really silly. And uh, I'm not giving too much away by saying if you want to see a demon dog and a demon baby <laughs> and all this going on and a... a birthday party gone wrong demons too it's well worth watching mm. and i'm glad they've packaged them both together along with loads of great special features and again the whole packaging of it and everything that you get with it mm. is so good if you're a demons fan this is the definitive version to buy and if you've never watched it buy it and you won't be disappointed because mm. <laughs> it's that mm. it's that good uh it's so good seeing at the time of recording. We've just seen, I think, one of July releases from Arrow for the 4K. It's true romance. And it's like, oh, oh one of my favourite films. And that yeah. looks, because that's one, uh, I even had that on Laserdisc as mm. well. So that's, I've had various versions. That's one that's always, it looks, you know, it's always looked good and sounded good. I remember getting my first surround sound set up and uh, with, with true romance and getting all different sounds and, Oh, I can't wait for the 4K version of this. It'll it's be. be so I just good. wonder what the extras will be on. Yeah, that. yeah. It'd be nice if they got some new interviews with the cast. Mm. That would be really good. Um, so yeah, there we go. That's our main choices from the last. Well, before we go, format. do you want to have a little chat about what happened last weekend at the Oscars? What did happen at the Oscars then, Tina? Not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the reason I brought it up is. This weekend, we've watched the two main films that were part of the Oscars, really. Yeah, because between them, both films won Best Picture, Best Director, Best Act Male Actor and Best Female Actor. Yeah. They? So one was, well, we've we've seen um, not an enterprising young woman. What's it called? What? Promising Young Woman. A Promising Young Woman. So that's um, Fennel. What's her name? The Emerald Fennel. No. One for best screenplay, so we we've seen that hmm. that that's a good film, isn't it? We yeah. enjoyed that, and we and we enjoyed the best foreign language film with your. Well, that's what I wanted to talk yeah. about as well. Um, because, so we've seen Nomadland, and that one best director, best actress. What else did it win? It won something else as well. Best film, best yeah, it film. did. It's best film. So the other one is The Father, and Anthony Hopkins won best actor. Hmm. So. We watched The Father the other night, didn't we? Mm -hmm. And we enjoyed it. 
didn't we? Oh, the I, performances. I, right. Anthony Hopkins, well-deserved mm. best actor, I thought. Yeah. Very I, good. I've very been good. very lucky. Um, 20 years ago, when my father was still alive, because we live in Wales and Anthony Hopkins is Welsh, he did um, his own version of Uncle Vanya and called it August. Uh, so it was a play. And he starred with... Uh, Kate Burton, who's Richard Burton's daughter. Mm. And I've been to the theatre loads, but I have I was saying to you as I've never seen anyone act like Anthony Hopkins. It was just another level. I can't even find words to explain what what it was that mm. he did, but he was literally electrifying. You didn't take your eyes off him. You were just like, as I was watching him. I was thinking, I've never seen anything like this before. This man's incredible, <laughs> you know. Mm. So I've been really lucky I've actually seen Anthony Hopkins perform live. Um, so, yeah, he deserved that. However, the best film, Nomadland. Which we watched last night at the time we watched of recording. It, we watched it last night. Oh, we both really like, what's her name? Frances McDormand. Uh, yeah. God, my memory. <laughs> Francis. See, yeah, I know what a kid's name is, but I don't know oh. what her name is. <laughs> so I still can't believe that it won the Oscar and that she won Best Actress because she doesn't do anything. Where, whereby does she act cries once? You're not joining in, Dave. No, Bitch because, about her. <laughs> yeah, well, I was, I was hugely disappointed by it and... You know, sometimes when your expectations for films, you go in and your expectations are so high. And yeah. then, and and that can sometimes maybe sort of just spoil your enjoyment of a little bit. Because it, cause it yeah, doesn't but... reach. But with this, I didn't go in with any no, high expectations. I. I went, OK, yeah, let's let's have a look. And like you said, we we like her. Yeah. Um, we like it these sounded, types of films. Well, it sounded interesting, didn't it? We knew well, that yeah. it had a sort of documentary type feel Which it to does. it. It has very documentary very, yeah. type feel. But yeah, as far as so but for her, with like you yeah. said, with winning, um, is it best female actor? Yeah, now? not not actress. Isn't yeah, it? that's changed. Back, yeah. But yeah, I agree with you that she, I've seen a lot better performances. Like you said, she cried. She did a lot wandering around and smiling yeah. at people. She doesn't act, Driving it? It's like a she's lot. a real self, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Because all the other actors in it, there's only da David Stratham that's an actor. Everybody else they're, in they're it. They're all real people, They're all real they? people, Play, aren't they? Playing sort of versions of, of themselves. Yeah. yeah, I watched it and thinking, oh, no, I've seen a lot better performance, mm. and I've seen a hell of a lot better yeah. films than it as well. So that was... And again, you know, it's all subjective. It's, you know, but we both sat there, didn't we, and went, no, disappointing. Well, Very it's been a, because of what's been happening. Films haven't been made, mm. have they? So it's you know, if you got a film out there, you were bloody lucky, really, weren't you? That, oh, yeah. that you know that you got it made. So that brings me to another Oscar winner that I think deserved to be, be picked as best film. You know, like Parasite was best film last yeah, yeah. year. Um, and that's Thomas Vinterberg's Another Round, or in his native Danish language, it's called mm. Drock, isn't it? Yeah. That should have won Best Oscar. Out of all those films mm. that, and as the, the, as performances the best go, yeah. Around, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, again, Oscars, 
absolute load of balls. They seem, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've said for eight, they're very self-serving and whatever. yeah. I mean, but fair play to anybody. You know, as film fans, we've both been since as long as we can remember. Yeah. Anybody that manages to get a film made, hats yeah. off to you. Irrespective, yeah, yeah, irrespective yeah. of anybody's opinion, because everybody's opinion is different. You know, yeah. there's people out there that be listening to this and thinking, what the fuck are you on about Nomadland is incredible yeah. and her performance yeah. is incredible. And yeah. you would be right as well because yeah, that's your yeah. opinion and that's, yeah. uh, you know, you've, you've enjoyed the film yeah, and that's the good. The thing is with but... the Oscars, when you know, you know, all that stuff came out about Harvey Weinstein and how he basically bought the Oscars, mm. doesn't, it's a bit like the royal family. They're a bit pointless, aren't mm. they? Ooh, what a way to close the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was reading something today by Hilary Mantel, who's one of my favourite authors because she writes a lot about like Tudor stuff. Mm. And she said that she thinks the royal family are... <laughs> oh, Tina, shut your mouth. Oh. <laughs> What's that? What's that? You're sat there in your Viva la Revolution church. Viva la Revolution! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get them up against the wall. Yeah. So um, so we've got a lot to talk about. Are we going to do it like in four months then? So Is this going to be... No, should we go to six June, months July, now? August, we the end, end of August. Yeah, do an end of, no, we shall endeavour to go back to bi-monthly again. Um, and as always... Go to <laughs> that the... ain't going to happen and you know it. You know <laughs> what you're like. We shall see. Uh, but yeah, give us some feedback of what you think. Hopefully you've... They won't do that. They don't. They're too idle. <laughs> They sit so there. So you're going to finish the show. Yeah, they by just they sit in, there insulting, listening to this, insulting the, the royal family, slagging yeah. off the royal family, yeah. slagging off the um, Francis McDormand. Yeah, well, of the whole academy. Yeah, in and general them as well. Um, Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, I haven't even mentioned Noel Clark. Uh, you love Rob Halford, but you said he writes in his own semen. <laughs> yeah, he probably does. <laughs> Have we, have we got to send our love to anybody? I'd like to send my love to Jason Fleming, who I think is a lovely man. And he's got a great podcast as well. He, he has got a good podcast as well, which I can't remember the title of it, but Dave will um, write about it in the notes, won't you? And also a massive hello to Caroline Goodall and a big kiss to her as well. Yeah, she's... Being wonderful. Yeah, uh, hopefully you've heard. I did an interview show with, with Caroline, which again, hopefully you've all heard. Uh, I did something with her for my job, of which she went above and beyond. She she's a she real was, a real good egg. Yeah. So follow her on her social media. Support what she does because she's a very lovely human she being. Is. She is a very nice person. Yeah. But also, I would just like to congratulate Thomas Vinterberg on his um, Oscar win because he he is incapable of making a bad film. If you haven't seen Feston, go out and buy it immediately, or even The Hunt. I'd also like to say hello to Mads Mikkelsen, tell him that I love him and would do anything, anything he wanted. <laughs> anything. <laughs> I'd even iron his pants. Oh, my God. <sighs> that is, if, if anybody listening, you can get your hands on Thomas Binterberg's film. Um, mm, yeah, another yeah. round. Just watch it. It is a great film. It is. It's yeah. very life affirming, and it's the sort of film you know stuff that's been happening over the last year. You know, it takes you out of it. It's not a hard watch, but it has messages in it about just about being together, really, mm, doesn't it? Yeah. And love conquers all. Yeah, which it does, really, it does. doesn't it? Yeah, it is yeah. really good. Yeah, all of his films yeah. are really good. 
that was my alarm going off saying, shut up, Tina, you've talked yeah. too much. Yeah, the end of podcast alarm yeah. went off on your phone. <laughs> Again, how professional we are having phones. Not it silent. wouldn't be as much fun if we were serious. If it was all slick. If you were Joe Rogan. Yeah, all slick and highly Well, no, polished. if you were Joe Rogan, you'd just talk about yourself all the time, That's wouldn't true. you? That's true, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, if you want to know more about the films that we've talked about or any others, all the reviews are on the website. Yeah. 60mw.co.uk. Numerical 60, not alphabetical. You can email us on there or you can email us direct. Contact us at 60mw.co.uk. Please, please prove Tina wrong. They won't. Send an email. The only people that would email because they think you're 60 minutes in America. That's finished. Since we changed, since we had the name change from 60 minutes with to 60 mw they have all stopped we don't get any now oh and i it, used to love those and emails. it had the great <laughs> knock-on effect because if you go to google before yeah if you typed in 60 minutes with yeah you would get a shitload of results for the tv show 60 yeah. minutes now go on yeah. google type in 60 mw podcast and see what yeah. comes up yeah it's just you it says baby pointing at some pants yeah. at rick's pants yeah pointing at rick's pants so mm-hmm. That worked. But yeah, go to the website. All Everything's on there. Uh, all the other format shows that we do. Uh, and every, just visit. Have it as your homepage. And, have it as your homepage. And enjoy. Like we said, this stuff, there's a lot of stuff goes up on there. And there's always stuff to read and have a look at. So go and do that. And send us an email. Don't. Prove Tina wrong. That'll be the day. <laughs> uh, until next time, when we come back together for six months down the line. Twelve months. Maybe. Yeah. If we can be bothered. Um. Yeah. If I'm allowed, I'm the. I. Everybody makes podcasts except me. I have to sit yeah. in the corner. Well, we need to go, don't we? Now we need now to go on to BBC News tomorrow morning because it seems to be every single morning <laughs> we've got BBC <laughs> News on. There's somebody talking about a podcast. podcast. It's so and so, and they're called actor and podcaster, actor and podcaster, artist and podcaster, um, binman and podcaster, <laughs> anything and podcaster. Yeah. What could so, I be? Arsehole. And podcaster. <laughs> Bitch face. And, and podcaster. And podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we shall disappear. I uh, hope we give you some good recommendations. Go out and support everybody and uh, keep physical media alive. <laughs>